The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. What a great night to be here. Had a great Father's Day yesterday. Went to the beach, had everybody there. My daughter was there. The wife was there. Uh, my son was there. My grandson was there. My grandson's baby, my grandson's mother was there. Oh, we had a great time. Well, my son's girlfriend was there, his baby's mother. Anyway, we all had a really nice, really nice Father's Day. Had a great time on the beach. Man, we were there, I guess, from around 4 until sunset, around 8. Had a really good time. Grandson couldn't stay out of the water. And wow, 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 what a beautiful day it was. Hey, but it's another day, and we're here to, here to talk a little bit about the sports world and what's going on in the world of sports. You know, hey, Russell Wilson said he might just play under an insurance policy. I like that, Russell. Russell says, hey, y'all don't want to give me the money. I'll just play on an insurance policy, and next year you'll have to pay me, or I'll go somewhere else and play. Well, hey, I'm not so sure about that, Russell. I'm sure before it's all over, you're going to have a nice, fat contract because somebody's going to tell you, don't go out there and play under an insurance policy. Let's get out there and play under a contract. This is just another ploy by um, by his management, and I, and I think it's a good one at this particular time. You know, they're still in mini camps, and he really doesn't want to miss any time, so he's just throwing this out there as a bone, and Seattle is going to come around, and they're going to they're gonna give him something comparable to what Cam Newton just signed for, and it'll be over $100 million, million and, um, and Russell Wilson should be, uh, you know, I'm not going to say he should, he should have uh, he should be appreciative, but I think he's still young. I think he still has a lot to prove, and um, he's going to be able to. Um, he's still going to be able to uh, recoup a lot of money before his career is over, if we think his career is going to be what we think it's going to be. But um, hey, guys, we'll be back with more sports information on the Voice America Radio. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. And we have Kenny from UM on the program. What's happening, Kenny? Hey, man. What's going on, man? Hey, man. I'm... I'm loving life up here in North Florida, and I know you're down there in, in South Florida. Um, loving that sunshine, and it's been very hot up here in the northern part of the state. How is it down there in South Florida, man? Man, it's scorching hot down here, man. Scorching hot. I can only imagine. You know, but let me ask you a question. Is it, are you guys as temperature hot, or are you really hot up under the collar to see LeBron James taking another team to the NBA Finals and, um, and, and, it, and it not be the, um, the Miami Heat? Man, we was hot under the collar about that, man, because, number one, we didn't like the way he... The way he left us down here, man. It's like he left us in the cold, man. Hey, well, if he left you in the cold, um, it's always hot down there in Miami. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Was anybody in Miami pulling for LeBron James to win another championship? Or, or could you hear the boos all across the city when, um, when, he made, when he made a basket? Man, you could hear them all across the city, man. <laughs> 
And nobody, not too many people was, was rooting for him. Now, I know I was one of them. Okay. Hey, Kitty, I know y'all didn't, y'all didn't go to the extent of burning his jersey and all of that stuff, but, you know, I think LeBron James actually gained a lot of fans when he, um, when he moved to, to Cleveland. I think a lot of people really just despised him when he left the city of Cleveland high and dry like that. And now, you know, here he is going back to a city that ain't won nothing. You know, they, they haven't done anything since Bernie Kosar was there with the Cleveland Browns. You understand what I'm saying? Come on, Kenny. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, man. Hey, so, you know, we, we all kind of want to see Cleveland come up a little bit, uh, a little bit, because Miami has won it all. We, we, you know, we, we won it in baseball. You know, we won it in uh, football, in college football, professional football, uh, basketball. Come on, we won it. And here it is, Cleveland. They haven't won anything since a while. You know, the dog pound still barking for something, and they ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But then it will make it so bad. He act like we didn't win no championships here the way he left Miami. You know, it's like he left like he wasn't thankful. You know, he won the four straight championships. You know, he wanted to, but he lost to. But it's like he left and, you know, the way he left the fans, like he wasn't even thankful for them too. So you, you, you think he kind of... Threw a little salt in the game. Yeah, I think he did, man. The way he left, man. You know, it's not like we didn't, you know, win nothing. We did win two championships while he was here. And, and, and you, you know, know and, I, I, and Kenny, I guess that's how I look at it differently because I look at it like, you're right. How could he leave when he just played for four championships and he still has a good team you know, this guy could probably win my maybe three or four more championships in Miami because I think I thought Miami um, they were going to continue to build around LeBron James as long as they had him, but for him to up and leave all of that, you know what I mean? Just have everything and leave it. I think that says a lot about the man. I think that says a little bit about his character too. That you know, it really wasn't about the championships. It's about bringing his city up, and I, I actually kind of buy into that. That, that theory that he has with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I know what yeah. you're saying because it seems like it, it, it's, it's about LeBron. You know, it's all about him, you know. And, uh, like and, and is that a good thing, Kenny? You know, because when you hear him now, it's almost like I, you know, I want to, I will. Um, you know, it's almost like he's not giving his team that he has there now enough credit. And, and maybe true enough, if Kyrie Irving and, and, and Kevin Love would have been available for the, um, in, for the uh, NBA championship game, it may have been a different outcome, but they weren't. So he had to play with what he had. I don't like the fact yeah. that I hear him saying that a little bit too much now, this I thing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. And then you know, he just coming coming back to Cleveland after what he, even though they forgave him, but still, you know, it's not it's not all about him, man. It's you know, it's about the city and it's about you know the team. And I think in a way, man, he, he's kind of selfish in his own way. I really think that um, 
that LeBron James is bringing bringing maybe a little bit too much attention to himself as well. You know, yeah. um, he, he's not he's not nearly as close as that to White Howard. Now, to me, I, I think the White Howard. I'm questioning his his ability to ever win a, a championship because, you know, he he just he seems like he does things for the wrong reasons, man. And I, I just in those are two guys that seem like they're going in different directions. The White Howard is going in a, in a downward spiral, where I really think that um, that um, LeBron James still has championships to win. And I think if he can finally, I don't think anybody's going to be able to coach him. You know, you think David Blatt is going to be his coach for how many more years, maybe? I don't know. LeBron seems like he, <laughs> like he was, Pretty much um, doing some of the coaching this year. I don't think I don't think he'll be able to. Uh, you know that don't look good for 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 teammates. You know when when you have a player that that really doesn't listen to the coach. You know that's not good for the other players. You know I don't think he he probably won't be there. You know that long that much longer. And I I would agree with you. You know and um you know they say this guy David Black has won everywhere he's been. And that's almost like uh, Shaquille O'Neal said he won at every level except the, at the NBA. He won championship at every level except the NBA. Come on, if, you, yeah. if you're a professional, that's the ultimate. You know, you can't. I can't imagine someone saying that um, he's won on every level except the. Um, you know, he's won on every level. Yeah, he won European championships. Yeah, but that's not the NBA. Trust me. You know that. No. That's just that's. That's like saying in college and NBA. This is two different yeah. leagues, two different levels. And uh, I don't know if Black is going to be able to um, coach LeBron James because he can't look him in the eye and say, hey, I, I won in the NBA. I was a player in the NBA or I won on the, a championship in the NBA. And I just, I just don't think um, that's the case. And what was the difference in Miami is Pat Riley was there. You know, and, and Pat Riley made a made a big impact on uh, on LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cuz you know, and you know, you know Pat Riley did as um as a first year as a rookie coach, he even won a uh, championship when he was with the Lakers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know, Pat Riley, he he's the real deal. Yeah, and he yeah. and he and he played for the uh, New York Knicks. Uh, yeah. As a player. Yeah. Yeah, so you know he he came with credentials, you know, and and now we're actually going to see um, what kind of status your coach in Miami is going to have because now he has no LeBron James, and there's a and and you see the the, the guy um, uh, uh, Drelicek, what's his uh, the kid from um, that you just picked up? Oh, you talk about uh. <clears throat> Yeah, well, anyway, he's he's he says he's he's not sure if he. Goran Drazic, Goran Drazic, that's his name. Oh, yeah. He says he's not okay, sure okay. if he's gonna. He, he wants to uh, opt out and uh, test the yeah. free agency, and and then there's Dwayne Wade says he he says he's not gonna take thirty six million dollars. You know, um, I I can't say I blame Dwayne Wade for not taking the $36 million because I think somebody else might pay him more. And he's taken a a pay cut a couple times in Miami. Yeah, you see what what this boy did to him. (laughs) 
You see what Brian did to, when he took that last pay cut. You know, he, he took back thinking that LeBron was going to be back. Yeah. 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 And, and and now LeBron is long gone, and Dwayne Wade is a year older, and he wants to recoup some of that money. Yeah. yeah. Are, are the Heat going to put that kind of money on the table for him? You know, they they supposed to, uh, as of today, they were discussing, you know, they supposed to have been um, discussing this contract. You know, I think, I think they're going to give him a pretty fair offer, you know, being that, you know, everything he done did for the organization. And, you know, by him taking the pay cut, you know, and, I think it'll only be right if they if they give him a fair contract. Though he he retired Miami Heat. I, I would I would agree with that, Kenny. I I really yeah. would would agree with that. And um, I, and one more question about this Miami Heat team before we move on, Kenny, Shabazz Napier, the number one pick y'all got last year. The kid looks a little bit undersized, and he was at one point sent down to the D League, came back up. Uh, I just don't see him being a production in this league because of the size as a factor. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll do more than what I think he can. What's your opinion on on this kid Napier? I think I think he is undersized, but it, it seemed like he had his he had his moments, but he still needs to be. Um, I think he needs a little more experience. And I don't think uh, I think the I don't think that he's going to keep it. No. Okay, I don't. I, don't I, really I would agree with that. I would. Agree I don't with think that. he might really fit fit the, the, the type of uh, you know the, the, the scheme that um that the Miami Heat run. Yeah, and and let me and and you know this guy Michael Beasley, he's been with the Heat before. This is his second go round with the Heat. He's bounced around the league. He's a productive player, but I just don't know if Miami is a place he needs to be, man. It's just I don't think that's a good city for 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 him to be in. Yeah, I'm always pulling for bees, though, man. It's, you know, it seems like he he got he got the ability, man, but it's just something. It seems like this time around, he 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 did he got you know parts, and they always say he seems like he. Maybe it's the system. Like he's always saying like he's lost out there like far as defense or whatever, but I don't know. But I, I think I think he might be able to make it in the league though, man. He get with the right team though. I'll be pulling okay. for it, man. Okay. Hey, well, um, Kenny, I want you to hold on because I got a couple more questions I want to ask you about uh, about the Miami Dolphins. And, and, and you know, you all have the number one free agency. Miami Dolphins have the number one free agency in the land. Uh, and I mean, this guy is a real deal. I mean, hey, hold on. Hey, hey, um, Matt, do we have Damon on the line? And I think we got Coach Gordon on the line too. Yeah, thanks. Damon, what's happening? How's it going? Hey, doing good, Damon. Doing good. We got Kenny on the line. He's from Miami, and he's talking talking a little bit about what's really happening in the in in the Magic City. And we're getting ready to talk about this. Uh, and Dominican Sue, the number one free agency in the land, who's getting ready to change the face of the Miami Dolphins defense and this whole this whole Miami Dolphins team. Uh, and Coach Gordon Roberts, what's going on, Coach? Hey, buddy. 
Hey, that's good to well, hear from you. I think that uh, that might be the, the answer that Miami needs. Oh, really? Hey, hey Kenny, did you hear that? Yeah. Yep. And Kenny, uh, what's happening down there? And how, what's the pulse of the city with this uh, Dominican Sioux being on this defense, changing the whole face of the uh, Miami Dolphins organization, being one of the highest paid players in the land? What's happening down there with him? Yeah, man, we 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 pretty excited about him coming in, man. And we, you know, we used to we was always known for having a pretty good, you know, defense. And we think he's gonna bring some of that nasty, that nastiness and that toughness back, you know, to the defense. And um, you know, when you get a player like that, man, you know, we excited about him. We just can't wait, man, until the season starts and and just you know just watch him just. Just do his thing. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people excited about him. Um, you know, I'm. I, I tell you, I'm. I'm definitely um, one of the people that are very excited to see him back, see him in the state of Florida. But um, at the same time, um, Tannehill. You know, we 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 still have questions about him. You know, um, can he play at this level? I personally think he can. Now, um, I, I I really think that he he can be a player in this league. I think his his production thus far has, has been pretty much right on schedule. I think he's gotten better every year. He, he's been um, a, a, a Miami Dolphin. I think he showed he's a tough guy. And what's your opinion on him, um, Kenny? I like I like Tally. I, mean, I think he's improved. You know, since he's been there, he's gotten better. And I think the the new the, um, offensive coordinator that, that that really helped him a lot too. And um, you know we we have some new receivers that you know came in this year. But I think he's gonna uh, I think he's gonna do well though, man. Cause he, you know they got some you know pretty good we got pretty good talent you know that that's around him and he's only been getting better, improving like every year. So you know I think he'll I think he'll he'll do pretty good this year. I'm, I'm looking forward to him uh, doing very well. You know, uh, we have um, um, former alumnus, um, Lamar Miller, you know, played at the University of Miami, and he, yeah. he will be the starting running back in my at for the Dolphins this year. And uh, this, you know, this should be a breakout year for him too. You know, I think he's, yeah. he's, he's learned enough to be a productive running back in this league, and I think he can be. Uh, he has a speed. He... Um, has the toughness. I think this. I think this kid could uh, have a breakout season this year. Yeah, yeah. I think he he'll, he'll, he's been improving also, and uh, I think if we get uh, Alvis, we get the uh, offensive tackle back, man. I think the line will be much improved too, though. You know, and that'll help. That'll help Miller also. And you know, the a running game will help. That'll help Tannehill out too. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, Kenny. Um, uh, Damon, you got any questions for Kenny about what's happening down south before we get into what's going on with you and these Jacksonville Jaguars up here in Jacksonville? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, going Kenny. on with you, Damon? Hey, I got, not, not too much. I got a question for Kenny. Like they say, defense breeds offense. What kind of um, what kind of offense are they bringing to the table this year? The Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, you know, we brought, we got some, 
we brought in a couple of new receivers, and we brought in this tight end from um, Cleveland, who's, who's um, supposed to be real good. And I think, uh, you know, by not having Wallace talking about the ball all the time, I think the offense will do. They should do pretty well. You know, the line gonna be much improved if if we get um Alvin's back, the offensive uh, tackle back. You know, we drafted a couple of uh, drafted this, this offensive guy, and um, I think I think it'll be more more exciting this year than it was last year. And, and you know, and, and Tannehill he's improving, and we got new receivers, and uh, we got this kid out of uh, Louisville supposed to be you know real exciting and. You know, one of those type of receivers that go up. If you just put the put the ball anywhere near him, he's going to go up and um, and make a play. Okay, so that's going to bring some excitement to the offense. Hey, yeah, I'm looking forward to the season already, and it's only uh, June. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Damon, what's what's happening? What's happening up here with these Jaguars? You know, I know you 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 have a little bit of a Jaguar uh, spirit, and who are you a fan of, Damon? Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, believe it or not. Oh, well, there there's a lot going on with Chip Kelly, and and how much longer do you think he might be in this league? Well, this season will will show because he had a lot of wheeling and dealing going on, which uh is a make or break for him, I think. Well. I, I think so too, and, and at the same time, uh, you know, Tim, Chip Kelly got um, he got suspended from the NCAA, you know, and it's been my theory since he got suspended from the NCAA that he was just going to the NFL to hang out and hide out for a few years, and then go right back down to the college and make that money. Sort of like uh, uh, Alabama, Alabama's a head coach. Oh, no. Saban came to the NFL and got dusted and then went back to college. He don't, he don't want to ever go back to the, to the NFL because he knows, <laughs> not that he knows, he just, he just knows that he has a very, very comfortable gig in that college game. He's, he's, like, he's like Bear Bryant, man. You know, why would Bear Bryant ever go to NFL? Saban is that kind of guy in Alabama, you know, but um, nah. Chip Kelly's just hiding out in the NFL for a few years. He's going back to college. This should be a big year for him. What's that? This should be a big year for Kelly, man. Whenever you get rid of your top running back and you get rid of a top receiver, man, that's, you know, that's, hey. That's and that's you big. get rid of the quarterback. Yeah. You know, come on. <laughs> the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks, I thought, in the, in the league. Um, yeah. And yeah. wide and wide receiver also, and the yeah. number one running back on everybody's fantasy league. You know, I'm telling you, those are three guys. A uh, hey, coach, coach. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that quarterback for Philadelphia? Uh, uh, Fort, Fort, um, oh, Sam Bradford, the new one. Uh, yeah, the new one is Sam Bradford. He goes out and get a crippled quarterback and gets rid of the the, the best quarterback in the league. Come on. Well, you know, Nick Foles was hurt at the end, so I sense that he thought maybe that uh, he could get a little more bang for the bucks with this guy. I don't see it because he likes his quarterbacks to be real mobile. I yeah. don't see this kid's problems ever being real mobile. 
Yep. Hey, Coach, we got to take a quick commercial break. Hey, Kenny, I hope you can hold through the break. Damien, please hold through the break. Hey, guys, we'll be back with more sports information on the Voice America Radio. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We have Damon on the line. And Damon was talking about his team, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I was just letting him know. Chip Kelly's a fraud. He's a fraud, Damon. Don't expect too much from him, man. He's, I think he's just playing around with this team. And, um, you know, when you get rid of Nick Foles, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, I think that that itself is, is, a, is a fraud move. And then you pick up Sam Bradford, the most beat-up quarterback in the league, and you put him in an offense that you um, – actually want your quarterback to be mobile and actually want him to run a little bit. And you even bring in Tim Tebow. Come on, man. You get rid of LaShawn McCoy? What's going on with this team? (laughs) (laughs) Right now, I don't understand. I'm here. Yeah. I don't understand the moves, but, you know, you got to understand He's got a plan, and you see how it goes. And and I think that's a good answer. And you and you're right. We got to see how it goes. You know, because he got rid of Lashawn McCoy, but did he also just get possibly the 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 young, up and coming Lashawn McCoy? You know, um, the running back that played for um, um, Dallas Cowboys Matthews? last year. Murray, you know, uh, oh, Demarco this, Murray. Yeah, yeah, Demarco Murray. He is. He hey, he's a real deal, you know. So 
And you know they're going to run him hard because they just paid him real, real good. You know, he just signed a $40 million contract. So expect a lot from him. Um, now, the thing well, about it is, Daryl, uh, I think, you know, it, what they always say about the NFL, if he doesn't have it right, he'll be NFL not for long. Uh, all right, well, Coach, um, when these guys go out there and, and they make $30 million for four years, that ain't a bad gig. And he knows, <laughs> and he knows no. that the college football is waiting for him to give him the backup another dump truck load of money and say, hey, beep, 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 <laughs> and dump another $30 million in his pocket to coach at UCLA or, or South Florida or somewhere, or somewhere in the SEC, you know, whether it be Missouri or or Vanderbilt, or somewhere, they're gonna they're gonna drop a dump load, dump truck load of money at its front door and say, "Hey, you got a car allowance, and guess what? You, we're gonna give you a house, and we're gonna pay you thirty million dollars for the next four years to coach this team." Wow. Well, I think uh, he, you know, just like you were saying a second ago, Damien was saying. I think he's got a plan. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but if it doesn't, he won't be. He'll be somewhere, but he won't be there. I think he's on a short leash. They've given him control of everything, and uh, so he's done everything he wanted to do, or could do, or afford to do. And so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, well, it, it would be. It will be interesting to see. And and, and Damon. Um, do you think Tim Tebow will make this team? Well, everything is possible if Sanchez made it. He has a chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, look at Sanchez. He, he was with the Jets, and he didn't uh, fare too well with the Jets. Yeah. But he he uh he was a he's a he come up in clutch situations. Yeah. And and and, and when we look at this team, they have Tim Tebow, Sam Bradford, Mark Sanchez. And Matt Barkley, Matt Barkley you know, um, they, I don't see them keeping four quarterbacks. I just don't see Chip Kelly keeping four quarterbacks, you know. Um, and, and then I heard a story today that um, they, they, you know, they have Miles Austin as, as a wide receiver and Darren Sproles. Now, he has some weapons. That Darren Sproles, I don't care where he's playing, he's a threat every time he touched the ball, you know, even though he's – you know he's he's getting up there in age a little bit too at the same time, but he he definitely is a, is a is a threat uh, every time he touched the ball, and, and thirty two is a is, is has a little age on him at running back, uh, so I I, I think um, uh, Chip Kelly has some weapons, but we I still see people like um, you know Riley Cooper on the team and. You know, here here's a guy that he you know he dropped the end bomb, but he's never been a a good player. I've seen this guy drop more passes and catch, and he he's still hanging around on that team. I, I don't I don't I don't understand that. I just don't. And, and with that with that note, he we got rid of Macklin, and he went back with Andy Reid. Andy Reid slowly reeling his players in. Yeah. So and and, and Macklin. One of the most productive receivers in the league. We get rid of him. 
I don't I don't understand this. So I I'm I'm still um Chip Kelly, he's he's really on the radar as as far as I'm concerned, Damon. And uh, I think the guy's greedy and he's just out there collecting big money. Cause he can. And who who wouldn't if they couldn't? Right. Yeah. You know, it's an old saying in the game, hey, don't hate the player, hate the game. You know, the game is paying playing paying him millions and millions to coach. You know, and, and basically he's losing. You know? He never won a national championship at Oregon. He you know, this guy is just he, he's just I, and I think he's a fraud. I really do. I think but don't hate the player, hate the game. He's doing his thing, man. He really is. He really is. Well, you know, we were talking earlier, you know, last year, Daryl, I said the Cowboys were going to be the surprise team, and I felt like they were. And you were talking earlier about Miami. I think Miami will be the surprise team. I think they're going to knock off, you know, I think they're going to knock off New England this year. Well, uh, I think if New England starts out without Tom Brady, and, um, you know, the big deflate gate thing is, is coming to fruition uh, very soon, you know, this is, this is going to be a story. Um, because the commissioner has to, you know, say something about this. He has to, you know, he, he, he's, he's um, coming up with his final uh, appeal. Brady's appealing with the commissioner. So we're going to see if Tom Brady's going to get fit four games. Or, or what, what do you think this punishment should be, Damon? Well, if he knew about it, uh, I agree with the four games. But you got to hold head, hold a uh, head coach accountable also, because he had the Spygate thing on that he knew about, but nobody's being accounted for. Well, they, well, I can't believe he didn't know about it. You're a quarterback in the NFL; you can tell the pressure of the ball. Mm-hmm. That's why he possibly is going to get four games. You know, because yeah. um, I, mean, I he, think he should. Yeah. Yeah, he you know he was cheating, you know, uh, and but it's kind of it's it, it, to me it, it tarnishes the the Super Bowl a little bit, but not as bad as um, the Seattle Seahawks tarnished the Super Bowl. They really tarnished the Super Bowl, you know, by not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line. You guys missed that opportunity. Get- yeah. No. So I think that I think the Tom Brady thing does tarnish them winning the Super Bowl. It makes it it it, it really to me it looks like, wow, what what else did you what all did you guys do to get to the Super Bowl? Because you have to do a lot, you know, to get to the Super Bowl. You know, it's not just a game you arrive at. You have to play in the NFL playoffs, and that that to me is a grueling event. And I, I and uh, I think they may and any little advantage that you have that's illegal. I think that tarnishes the win. You always had that asterisk. Yeah, uh, and I agree with that. Yeah, something. I'll always look at it like that. You know, and and, and, uh, there's a story that came out today about Pete Rose. He bet on games he played in 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 the 80s. You know, and and there's, you know, Pete Rose was invited. He was supposed to be a, be some part of the um, the um, uh, MLB All Star Game this year, but uh, I'm not sure that's going to happen now because 
you know, he's been trying to get a pardon from uh, Major League Baseball for him being suspended, banned for life, and he can't go into the Hall of Fame. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are saying maybe he should go into the Hall of Fame because he's always denied, always denied that he never bet on games he played in. And he only bet on games he managed and he bet for his team to win. You know, that, that was kind of shaky from the onset to me. But to see him now saying, now they have another document now that says that he bet on games, it, it really tarnishes his his accomplishments to me as a as a fan of the Big Red Machine growing up in the Cincinnati Reds. You know, I thought those guys were just the ultimate. Joe Morgan, Dave Concepcion, Pete Rose, Dave Foster, all of them guys, they was like the bomb, man. Johnny they were the Bench. best. Johnny Bench, yeah. You know, and, and to think that he was, you know, betting on games is, you know, it takes away from um, his his stardom and his, um, I guess, heroism to me. And I hate to use the word hero, but I, I did look up to Pete Rose. I thought that dude played with a, with a with a with a, a, a passion that you know, not a lot of people had, and I guess maybe that's why oh. I find it hard to think that he he would have cheated on games. Well, you know, and and uh, like you're saying, Daryl, uh, what kind of character did that show? You know, uh, you know, I I drove all the way over to the West Coast once just to watch him in preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, in the uh, spring league, but. Uh, I agree with you. You know, he kind of tarnished his coat. And, uh, and and as far as that goes, so did Brady. I mean, I think it's the same kind of a deal. You know, we kid all the time about if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But uh, there's got to be a, a line there. And uh, if you start stepping over it, then then you probably shouldn't be in the game. And I, w- I would agree because um, – uh, there's a there's a level of sportsmanship that we we have to carry within us. You know what I mean? It's some things you could do on the field that would probably hurt someone, but there's a level of sportsmanship that we have to have. That you know, it's it's within us that we can't do that. And when you cross that line, I think um, uh, that's an unfair advantage. Um, and and you and you should be. You, you you should be uh, accountable for that, you know. And and I guess you know when we start talking about that stuff, Barry Bonds and uh, and and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, you know, them guys seem like they still paying for it, you know. And 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 probably one of the greatest pitchers I I ever seen, you know. Um, um, the big Texan. Ah, uh, this is a terrible Andy thing when you get old. No man, Andy the big Texan. No, not, not the, the guy that Randy Johnson has never been accused of anything. Um, oh. uh, Rafael Palmeiro. Uh, no, Roger Clemens, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, Roger Clemens, yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest pitchers of, we, we've, of our time. You know, here's a guy that may never <laughs> be in the Hall of Fame. Can you imagine that? Roger Clemens may never be in the Hall of Fame. It's hard for me yeah. to say that in the same sentence, you know. Yeah. Because he was special. Yeah, yeah. And Damon, I know you're a fan of baseball. Could you imagine the watching Roger Clemens growing up and say, "Hey, this guy, he's never going to be in the Hall of Fame because 
he let somebody shoot a needle in his tail or he took a needle to, to his own tail, you know? I don't know. Right. It is kind of hard because all the accomplishment, that one incident, ruins everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Uh, right, he wrote 3,000 3, hits. Yeah. And yeah. he's never going to make the Hall of Fame because he cheated. You know? Hey... And then here it is. We just we we just silently um, awarded Alex Gonzalez. Not awarded, but he just hit his three thousandth hit, and it was a home run. You know what I'm saying? And it, right. and because he is under this steroid era, and because he's been suspended for a whole year f- uh, for um, using illegal substances. Um, this was not applauded around the baseball nation like it should have been. You know, can you imagine that if if if, if he didn't have a steroid error, pretty boy Alex Gonzalez, um, you know, uh, Alex Rodriguez hits three thousand hits, and we barely say anything about it in sports because we're ashamed because we know he cheated. The ain't getting away with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey. Okay. Hey, guys. I'm. I'm. I'm saying. But does it? Do, so does it go in the record book? That's three thousand. Or does it go in the? It goes in the record book with with two checks beside it. <laughs> oh, you gonna have the checks? <laughs> yeah. So hey, you know, and, and 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 let me ask you a question, Damon. And and you too, Coach. You know, if, if if they told you, hey, you take this needle to the tail right now, and I want you to do it um once every three months, you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna be looking so good, you're gonna you're gonna be feeling like you're twenty-four years old, and guess what guys, it's guaranteed you're gonna live to eighty-seven years old. And I'm telling you, if you push it, you might even live to hundred and fourteen. Who taking a needle to the tail? Hey, I'm doing it. Where are I getting time? Hey, that's what I'm saying. So hey, you know, and 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 it's and it's when we when we think about it like that, how these guys coming from some of these backgrounds? We know some of these guys come from as as athletes, and um and they see an opportunity to take steroids or some other illegal substance for a couple of years to actually make maybe twenty million. We're gonna get, you take the take the things for for two years or three years. And you may have have an opportunity to make five million, twelve million, twenty million dollars. A lot of these guys are going to take the chance of, um, of 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 taking it, and and we've gotten to the point now where we have so many obstacles for for the testers to go through. You know, here's here's the guy um, in C and uh, and um, uh, the guy last year, Bond. Um, um, Bond. He um, he he actually accru- accused the tester of um, messing up his his um, his urine, his urine sample. Yeah. Well, I think they're all they're all trying to plead innocent, you know, <laughs> until they're proven guilty. Oh yeah. Well. And 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 that's the case with a lot of lot of um, things, but I, I I really think 
Tom Brady is going to have a little check mark by his name. And um, I'm not so sure that Pete Rose will ever be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Roger Clemens, I'm not so sure if he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, he went before, I guess, was a grand jury or whatever, and he decided he didn't want to say anything. Mark McGuire and um, Barry Bonds, I think when you hit over 70 home runs in a season, I really think you just really push it a bit too far. And, um, you know, because we look at the greatest home run hitter in the history of the game, Hank Aaron, and um, he never hit over 50 home runs in a season. So I just... No. Yeah. And, you know, he was the purest athlete that the major leagues ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when and when he can, you know, this here's a guy that... um that had a long, had longevity in the league, and he was consistent. You know, Bonds hit, he almost hit 400 home runs in, in five years. You know, come on, man. You know, in an era where he was hitting 60 home runs, 70 home runs, 80 home runs, that's, that was just, I, I, I think they just pushed it um, way, way too far, you know. Not only that, it was the size uh, that, he, that he gained. By doing yeah. that, oh, oh yeah, McGuire as well. Thirty-five more pounds. Yeah, and McGuire did the like same two thing. Picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 <laughs> and Barry Bonds hit that that joke ahead got big. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his hat size must have went up to like a twenty-seven. Man, good gracious! So you knew something was going on. <laughs> That joke coming out, coming out with his with a helmet, like man, he had we were in the refrigerator Perry helmet on, on on when he came out, man. And then you look at this guy coming out of college, you know, coming into the major leagues as a young guy, he was a skinny kid, very skinny, yeah, very skinny. Hey guys, we got a few minutes left, but uh, this is a story out that um, P Diddy got arrested at UCLA. P yeah. Diddy got arrested at UCLA. So he got in an argument with his son's position coach, uh, assistant assistant position coach, because he was riding his son pretty hard. His son name is Justin. He's a freshman at UCLA. Say so, uh, his the coach was riding him pretty hard in some conditioning drills, and so Pete Dish asked could he talk to him after the practice in his office, and he went over there to talk to him, and uh, Pete Diddy gonna grab the man all up in the collar, man, and um, the UCLA police uh, arrested him. Put his put it behind in jail, you know. So they hey, should've. they should have. Yeah, yeah, he they should have. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this though. I, I I've seen P Diddy stood beside him at the University of Miami football game and the Orange Bowl. He was there on the sideline as a guest of who knows I don't know. wasn't my guest, but he was a guest. Um, I was an alumnus, but anyway, um, but anyway, um, I stood beside him and and, and P P Diddy was. He was actually a puff daddy at the time. He was shorter than me. You know what I'm saying? I know I had him by at least two inches. I really thought I had him by two inches. <laughs> and and I looked at him standing up beside his son, and he's kind of bending down a little bit, and he's like two inches taller than his son. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know. I got to do a little research on Justin. But I really think Justin might might have got him a scholarship on the, on the, on the shoulders of the, of the puff daddy. 
You understand what I'm saying? And um, on the name, don't hate the player, hit yeah. the game. I ain't mad at it, but I really think these guys they they have to know that people are gonna be riding them a little harder than they ride uh, Jonathan Stewart, who came from a a less a meaningless. Not a meaningless, but a, a much less of a background where he came from maybe government housing or something. He's going to work harder. You know, we always talk about it on the show, um, poor, hungry, and desperate. These guys come come to college, they poor, hungry, and they're desperate. Some of these guys come to college with a silver spoon in their mouth, man. Hey, and they got drivers driving them all over the place, man. These, some of us catch the bus, baby. You hear me? Give me three tokens <laughs> so I can get across town. Uh, yeah, so... Well, it's gone on forever. Yeah, it has. And I think P. Diddy better chill out, too. And, you know, you can only imagine what kind of flack his son probably is going to catch from his teammates. Oh, now the kid, the kid needs a transfer now. Yeah, he almost needs a transfer now, you know. And I, and I hope, I, I know Snoop, he probably, he's already learned his lesson. He don't probably go up in the coach's locker room. He know what time it is. He want them to ride his son. I'm talking about Snoop yeah. Dogg. They got two celebrities there on the team. Snoop Dogg's son and 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 uh, Puff Daddy's son, both of them there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but the world of difference. I think his kid's the real deal. I think uh, you know. I don't well, think that. Yeah, I know. I think uh, I think you're talking about uh, you know you're talking about two different kind of individuals. Yeah, and we'll and we'll see, you know, and 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 we will see, and you know, Snoop Dogg's son, he probably has a target on his back too. We he has to know that, you know. Um, he, yeah, but he but he was a pretty good player in in high school, coach. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the best players in high school in the nation. He was ranked like third, fourth in the nation in his position. I mean, he he had some credibility to his his, you know. Yeah, him being signed yeah. was not a, uh, you know, a gimme. Hey, Damon, thanks for coming yeah. on the show. Hey, Coach, it's hey. always a pleasure. We got to get it right. Hey, hey, but our coach, and at the same time, you know, uh, Will Smith, his son was a heck of a high school player, never did anything in college. Joe Montana's no. son was a heck of a high school player. We ain't seen him yet. You know what I'm saying? And guess <laughs> what? He did his son. They say he was a player. And, hey, we yet to see what Snoop Dogg's son going to do at UCLA. Diddy, I know you had bail money, though. That's for sure. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.